Hey everybody, it's Avery, and I want to welcome you guys to my podcast, The Leap of Faith. Today we're going to be discussing the topic, Don't Abort Purpose. And for this specific reason, God has dropped in my spirit to bring the lady of purpose in herself. She's a podcast host, podcast host, sorry, of Living on Purpose with Sharnice Adelie. So I present to you, Sharnice Adelie, tell us about yourself. <laughs> hey, everyone. Um, so it's good to be on the show this morning. Um, like she said, my name is Sharni Adelie, and I'm the host of the Living on Purpose podcast. You can find it on iTunes and Spotify. Um, a little bit about me. I have a background in accounting. Um, what else? I lead praise and worship uh, at my church. Um, that's about I'm it. Saying you know, just, a little, just a little gist. <laughs> So, because you lead the um, podcast Living on Purpose, I'm pretty sure that you can tell us what is purpose. What is purpose? So, for me, um, purpose, what I believe for all believers, purpose is to glorify God and to build the kingdom, to expand the kingdom. So to bring persons in, whether you're encouraging them using your gifts by words, singing, that's to build the kingdom. But specifically like our individual purpose, I believe that's what God has created us to do specifically. Like we are his hands and feet on the earth. So he gives us each, I believe, specific things to do in different seasons. And that all contributes to the overall purpose for us as individuals. Okay, so I'm going to just backtrack. So first, you said our first purpose as believers was to, you know, spread the gospel, encourage others, right? Because I mean, a lot of people just be like, oh, what's my purpose? And then they get that basic, mm-hmm. yeah, you're supposed to spread the gospel. You're supposed to love right, people. Right, right, right. And it leaves them feeling lost. Because right. honestly, I do that. So what, what happens after that? I already shared the gospel and tell everybody about the good news. What am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to figure out what is my individual purpose in this life? What am I supposed to do? How do I identify my purpose? Right. And I think um, it's, and I'm glad that you said that because I think sometimes we overthink it. Remember now, the overall and the underlying thing is that we do glorify God and we expand the kingdom. So if you're doing that in some way, in whichever way that is, in whatever season, ultimately, like you're already walking in purpose. But for us, I do believe that there are times when God gives us specific things to do. And the only way we can know what that is, is to go back to him. So go back to the creator to find why you were created. So you could do that practically by reading your bible so more spending more time in the word the more you know this word the more you know his voice um so spending more time in the word in prayer like quiet time and i think we make um hearing from god like this big grand thing but it's the simple things um he speaks to us through dreams he speaks to us through visions i completely agree so the first thing we have to do when we're trying to find our purpose and identify our purpose oh, is get back to the source of the purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, his word says that many are the plans of man's, but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. Right. It's the Lord's purpose. It's his will. So one thing I always try to do in doing my purpose, because we could always do us, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I'd rather do God because I've seen it. And you hear a lot of people's testimonies talk about 
when they were so this and they were so that. Um, and I mean, they, they mean they was in a better position, but once they gave their lives to Christ, everything just started going haywire or they started getting stripped of things. I guess they got the wrong way or whatever. Mm-hmm. But for me, honestly, I would like to live in purpose. I would like to do the will of God. So mm-hmm. everything that I get with him, I, I keep, I'm into the strip part. Like I want <laughs> a, a, a Job experience either because Job was, Job right. was that dude. Like <laughs> don't choose me, I Job. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like I, I see it. this meme talking about telling God, don't sign me up for the strongest part of the position this yeah. year. Like, <laughs> sir? Not give year. me office give me office procedural work okay no frontline soldier here <laughs> <laughs> i'm working on no field <sighs> but that's exactly what it is that we have to do we have to seek his space we have to read his word and every time you have to um you have a i guess uh unfocused moment or you confuse you you have to get back to the source which is the the man who gives the purpose mm-hmm. now I know a lot of people think as well because everybody in a God, we know that, but it's his will that we shall not um, perish. But people still perishing. What does that tell us? It's our choice. Mm-hmm. It's our mm-hmm. choice to live in the purpose for God. Right. So you definitely want to make that decision to be with God, stand with God and do everything. I think my favorite person, okay, he's not probably my favorite person, but one <laughs> of my favorite persons is, is David because David was that dude. David mm-hmm. was the man after God's own heart, and it was like nothing that David did that he did not consult God, right? So or that he did not bring to him. Like, hey, Correct. I did this. Like, I sin in. Like, I'm out here sinning. I coming back to you as your humble servant. So, right, nothing. Yeah, David is definitely one of my faves. David don't ask God; he should kill the people. Yes, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> Should I kill them? Should I pursue? Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. Don't be afraid to ask God. David asked God everything. Right. And then another thing I would suggest as well in um, working in your purpose for God, because now you already figure it out, you already identify it. How how do we birth purpose? What do you think about that, Shanice? How do we birth purpose? Uh, Birthing purpose. Um, when it comes to, I guess when hearing you say that, when I think about birthing purpose, I think about like walking in purpose, like actually saying yes to what it is that he's called us. So I think that's the first step. And uh, and then in birthing it, I think it's important to remember that if he gave you something to do, then ultimately all the heavy lifting um, is going to come from him. We are really just, working whatever it is that he has given us. So putting on the mindset that whatever he's given me, although it may be hard, like because he's given it to me, he'll give me the resources. Like he'll give me the vision. Like he'll give me the ideas to actually bring this through. So in birthing purpose, I think staying grounded in remembering not to lean on our own understanding, but in all our ways, acknowledge him. So if he's given it this to me and I keep that at the forefront, then I'm able to birth and walk in purpose now because now he's going to give me the steps to do that. So the practical things like, oh, he may tell you to start up this new business. Um, And because he's given you that idea, he is now going to give you the resources. He's going to start placing the right people around you in order to help you walk in this. Because remember now, we also don't do anything alone. Like a lot of our Christian walk is 
based on really relationships. Right. So he's going to start giving you those things that are lying and that will help you to actually birth and walk in his purpose. Yeah, it's a lot of favor. That's what they say, baby, fair. But I completely right. agree in that, like, after we've already identified our purpose, that's mm-hmm. where our faith comes in. That's why we have to walk with God and believe that everything everything he said he's going to do, he's going to do. A lot of times we do get caught up in our minds and be like, well, how we can do this and how we can mm-hmm. do that? And it, mm-hmm. we forget that the same God that raised from the dead, we forget that the mm-hmm. same God that sent his son, we forget the same God who answers by fire is the same right. God who told us to do this. Like, if he did it for them, why mm-hmm. won't he do it for you? Mm-hmm. And I think that's the mindset we need to have going. And if God did it for him, he could do it for me. If God did it for Peter, right. put off the man ears. Mm-hmm. Yeah, child, he could do it for me because I ain't cut nobody else off. You know, <laughs> right. I do I do that. So he, he right. should be able to work this one out for me. Mm-hmm. Right. So a next thing I wanted to just discuss was um, how do we, so we've figured out how we birth purpose, mm-hmm. right? We figured out how to identify purpose. What about what our actual topic is now? Not a bought and purpose because you, you might think you, you birth in your purpose and walk in, in your purpose after you've identified it. But some of the things you're doing a little shaky, some of the things you're doing on a straight way to the abortion clinic to get rid of that purpose. What do you think some of the things that you and I may be doing that aborts our purpose? Um, okay, so I think a good starting point would be in the abortion of purpose, that means that you've already started on to purpose. So you've already started to work whatever it is the Lord that told you to work. But in that abortion space, like you kind of got discouraged. So when I hear that, I feel like you may have gotten discouraged along the way. Um, and I think the discouragement can either come from within self, you know, that self-doubt or like just recognizing our limitations and not really putting the focus where it should be, which is on God who gave us this purpose. Or like even being mindful of the people that you have around you. Like sometimes, God, most times, God tells you specifically what it is that he called you to do. He doesn't really confront everybody else or discuss it with everybody else what he's called you to do so sometimes we, we even spend too much time trying to explain to others or get yeah. them to see what it is that god already tell us so we waited for validation from them when we literally already have the call from the highest person so i think right that those are some ways in which we could allow um discouragement to cause us to abort purpose um so and i also, right. mm-hmm. And I guess a lot. And then too, going back to leaning on our own understanding. So when you try to um, figure things out so much and you're working in your own strength, because you're doing so much of that, you get to the point where it's like, oh, I don't really know if I should even do this anymore. Like, you, like all of these things start to feed into that whole, um, I get it ready to abort purpose. What I yeah. take in so much on myself, you know, my space isn't clear. Or another big one is I'm not spending enough time with God to continue on in the purpose that he's given me. So it could have been a point where I started with him. Like we were on his high together. Like yeah. I heard him. Like I was spending time. And then I, I out you and I work and I do and I do in. But at some point, I, I can't hear him as good as I was hearing him in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Or... Like, I think all of those things contribute to us, like, going into that abortion phase of, like, ah, oh, I don't really think I can do this anymore. i just ready to stop it altogether. Oh, wow. So some big things to look for. 
Well, I, I completely agree with you for the fact that people believe that they, they, I don't know, ventured away from God, but God don't move. So when you think that you can't hear mm. God, it's something that you did. And <laughs> it, it's, it's nothing hard to fix. It is nothing hard to fix. You legit just have to get back in his presence. You mm-hmm. could just say that for again. Listen, it's not a, a one size fit all. Mm-hmm. And the pathway to heaven is narrow. So right. if you see you falling off, that's okay. It's a narrow road. Just get back on the road. Don't turn around and go to the wide way. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's easier. <laughs> you know? Easier, you know, I saw I something think. say, um, the grass ain't always the grass look greener because it's fake. That's why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I tell you, it look enticing, mind you. But it ain't mm-hmm. always it. Right. And and also I wanted to just piggyback a little bit to the fact that, you know, some people get in this mental state that they can't do it. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to encourage whomever may be feeling in that state that you have a purpose. Somebody's out there waiting on your purpose. Somebody's out there counting on you to do what it is that you have to do so that you can kindle a little fire in their heart for them to turn into something mm-hmm. as well. We're all codependent on each other. The only person who don't need nobody is God, you know? So be that person for somebody. You are loved. You are needed. You have purpose and your purpose needs to come out into the world. You are valuable. Okay? So go ahead and do your purpose. I noticed that when something happens or when God gives something, it's there's always something in exchange for your obedience you always get a blessing for your obedience so once and i'm pretty sure he will give it to you because sometimes when we go to our prayer, we be like god if you do this i'll do this so when you decide that you're going to do this or once he showed you that if you do this he'll do that or he'll do this if you do that make sure keep your end of the bargain make sure keep sorry <laughs> make sure do what it is that you said you're gonna do okay don't forget god when he said what it is that he said he's gonna do so how does it feel to walk in purpose and does things get smoother or like easier um i do think that it gets easier um but i also do believe that a part of this fate walk and walking in purpose is to really build our faith so there are going to be rough patches. Um, you know, his word tells us many of the trials of a believer, but he delivers them out of them all. So it gets easier, um, especially when you do it with the mindset that because he has given me this vision or because I truly believe that I'm walking in purpose or something that he's called me to do, and you place your total reliance and making sure that your source is him, it gets easier. Will there be rough patches um, and trials that come along the way to test your faith? Definitely. I think that's the life of a believer. I think that's um, really what the faith walk is all about, to build it. It isn't just, it isn't going to be built if everything is smooth all the time or if the circumstances just line up. Um, So I just think like sticking to it, being consistent um, with what it is that he's given you and just sticking sticking it through, like walking it through with him. I think that that's what makes the journey of, the journey easier. Right. And I just wanted to add, and this is from a different um, perspective, but 
I believe things do get easier. As you stay in your word, as you pray, it, it'll get easier. But the problem is um, why you may think it's tough because most believers just like, I'm going to say the most, most believers, but some of the babes in Christ just love to complain. Like they don't see the bright side. We have to shift from a, oh, man, I don't have enough to, thank God I have this. Like, it's, it's just your mindset and how you look at things. And then there's this outer um, ideology that Christians should not have things. Like, if, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense to you, like, mm-hmm, we're supposed mm-hmm. to be paupers. Right. We're not supposed to be successful. We're not supposed to have a big car or a house or um nothing we we just supposed to be living paycheck to paycheck and depending on people because we believe in christ and then if they see you do that let's say you end up blowing up a million dollar business oh you ain't a real christian um you yeah. can't go you gotta go help people but they don't know who you helping yeah. but at the same time you ain't trying to you know go broke or whatever it is so you're still trying to sustain yourself and sustain your family to come mm-hmm. but in their minds you're supposed to give everything out mm-hmm live a basic life like no god put me here and he said that he put me here that i should live mm-hmm. and prosper like mm-hmm. how you want me to prosper living paycheck to paycheck why right, can't i have right, a nice right. house why you gotta have the nice house why are you not supposed to have nice things so i guess that when um a believer and this is my thought only when a believer has made that specific i guess level of um success they probably stop being so outward about what it is that they have or being so outward about God because people are so judgmental. Mind mm-hmm. you, they shouldn't care. But that's how people are. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not supposed to have nice things. Why not? That God literally told me that. He right. told me that. Right. Why I, I have nice things? <laughs> Every time I hear that, I say, also, oh, we skip over the scripture where he said, so I came that you have life and life more abundantly. So we're just talking about when he reach, but we're talking right here on earth. So every time I hear no, my mind's run on that. Supposed to have life scrappingly. Life begging for bread. <laughs> nah. Like going to the church asking them for some of the offering back. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. Why why people believe believers should be popped down? Like, no. Or oh, struggling, me, like always. Right. He put me here to be a blessing to others. Right. He blessed me that I may be a blessing. And let's remember that. Mm-hmm. So when you get your blessings, still bless others, but don't don't mix me up, boo. I come in here and I come in to live. So when you see me come out in my Ferrari, don't say nothing to me. <laughs> <laughs> Not the Ferrari. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I might have my own little race truck to ride that on because I <laughs> listen. Speak it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be riding that on the streets or whatever, you know. But yeah, definitely, we want to make sure that we live in in God's purpose. We want to make sure that when we Live, we may bless, we bless others, and we want to live good. And we will live good if we follow Christ. We, there's nothing to it, everything is simple. You love people, you follow God. We ain't gonna kill, we ain't gonna cheat, we ain't taking nobody, man or woman. We just live in, in our purpose. And once whatever it is that you're doing glorifies God, because you might be wondering, this business ain't helping nobody, but you only know, like, you tell. I don't know, your employees to put one scripture and you, I guess, decide to hire like-minded people. But you tell them to put a scripture at the bottom of their um, email signature thing and that may bless somebody. That's something right there. Once what you're doing glorifies and edifies God, it brings people to God. You are 
living in your purpose. And then again, I want to say as well, don't get lost in the sauce. Don't forget who you're doing it for. Mm-hmm. Everything should point right back to God. And if right. it's pointing to anything else, then you have to track yourself. You have to rerun that through him. Maybe you skip the step and the little portion where it should do to him, be unto him, and, and fix it as quick as possible. Because a child only won't get stripped. I don't get stripped. I want everything that I get to stay with me. You know what I mean, Charnice? Right, I agree. I agree. So once you get the main thing, the main thing. Um, and remember that character matters a whole lot too. I think when we get so caught up in the purpose and the work of doing things, we forget about like the fruit. And the fruit is really the fruit of the spirit. So those characteristics, love, joy, peace, patience. Like if you ain't bearing that, then are you really walking in purpose? Because I could be I could be doing a whole lot to where to the public it looks that hey, that girl walking in purpose, or she doing a lot for the Lord. But the truth yeah. of the matter is, if my character doesn't reflect his fruit, like actual fruit, right. then everything else I've done is really in vain. Like yeah. it's in vain. Like I ain't going up when Jesus come and he'd be like, depart from me. I never knew you. And then I tell him, but I do all these things in your name. Yeah, you but was fake. I, like you could do all them things in my name, but if your character <laughs> doesn't line up with the actual fruit, like yeah. Mm-mm. I completely agree. Given the ecclesiastes vibes, like nothing, everything is meaningless unless it's done for God. Right. And we have another question. Can a friend help you? Can a friend help you find purpose or possibly lead you to purpose? Um, I believe in the prophetics, which is a gift of the spirit. Now, God reveals two people, and it doesn't have to be a pastor or leader. It doesn't even have to be a friend. It could be a stranger who comes up to you and tells you something because you, like we, I believe everybody who is a child of God, that every once you decide, I can live for Jesus, you just take. Holy Spirit, in the accept the terms and agreements that you didn't read, it was like Holy Spirit coming with you, you know. So you can always have that little, they say one mind in the Bahamas, but you can always have that conscience in your mind telling you to do this or to do that, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes people ignore it. Sometimes people think they're going crazy. Sometimes people don't identify it for what it is, which is the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. and they ignore that fact. So sometimes God have to send. A person sometimes it's a prophet sometimes it's a friend sometimes it's a stranger so that prophecy could help to narrow things down for you it could help direct things for you it might be the confirmation that somebody needs to start in their purpose it may be um the spark to their fire to actually do what it is that they wanted to do to stop that timidity, to stop that fear, to stop that hurt and mm-hmm. branch off and not even branch off, but to turn that into purpose because most of the times our purpose is birthed from our experience that we have. Mm-hmm. It's birthed from the pain that you may have went through. Some some of the best books came from experiences that people had. Sometimes it was trauma, sometimes it was blissful, but at the same time it was an experience that they had that they thought um, they might not um, nobody might have needed, but they they got it and they are spirit to do and they did it and I'm sure that it's blessed many. What do you think about that, Chinese? Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I think it goes back to like 
uh, our purpose, not just being for us, but for the people around us. So anything that he's put, that God has put on the inside of us really is not really for us. It's for everybody else around us. So like you say, a stranger can help you with that. Um, friends can help you with that. I think um, going back to relationships and walking out this Christian walk, like you can't do it without community. Um, it's harder. The journey is harder if you don't have community. So I do believe that there are people in our lives or that God would strategically place in our lives that would help us with purpose. That would speak right. into our lives. So I agree. I agree. Right. So question, Sharnice. Mm-hmm. What are the fruits of the spirit? Does a follower of Christ have to possess these fruits? Uh, okay, good question. So the fruits of the spirit are found in Galatians and that's, Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, humility, gentleness, and self-control. Um, so it's nine. And does a follower of Christ have to possess these? A follower of Christ should possess these. Um, scripture tells us like you could do a lot, like you could prophesy, like you could speak, but if you have not love, like you could speak in tongues, like you could do these things, but if you have not love, like if the fruit doesn't follow. Are you really in Christ? I think does the Holy Spirit really dwell in you if you don't bear this fruit? Because once you become a believer, these things don't happen automatically. But over time and with your walk with God, like you would start to see the fruit. I think that's a good indication to let you know. Because sometimes we it's not so much about judging the other person's walk, or it's really to um, identify within yourself if you're walking with Christ. If you are really following him, that's a good indication to be like, you know what? I am growing. I am maturing in this faith. A good indication is when you realize you bearing a whole lot more fruit than when you first started. Than when you first came to God and was like, okay, I give my life to God. A clear indication is when you could now, you could see the fruit. So I'm a little bit more patient than I was when I wasn't living with God. Like I love people more. Like, you know, I have more joy like this. Like, I could see the joy in my life and not so much happiness because of what's going on around me. But that joy, like, I can't really explain it. Like, those different things let you know, hey, like, I am definitely walking the Lord. So even when it doesn't look like it to others or when you sometimes feel like you ain't doing everything, you know, that you feel like you need to be doing in the season, a good indication is the fruit of the Spirit. I completely agree. Once you live in for God, I tell people all the time, um, sometimes in a main way, I don't, <laughs> but either way, it's like, you lucky I saved, you know, because God saved you, God out here, saving the unsaved, because you don't even believe in God, but because I saved, he mm-hmm. saved you, would you believe that? Because if I was to save, I would have beat you up, in my mind, I would tell the person, you know, I would have beat you up, but I'm just be like, you lucky, you know, God saved you, you know, God saved you, you don't even right. believe in him, but God saved you, I remember, um, and my good brother knows this. I don't know if he told you, but um, should I say this? Anyway, so this person decided that they was going to try to dance up on my husband. And yeah, yeah, that's what they do, girl. So I was like, yeah, no. 
for the first time, you know, it's like, you know, mm-hmm. the second time I was like, yeah, no, no, no. So I took him and I put him where he's supposed to be. <laughs> and then I I went and sat down because first of all, this, this is a married person. Like, why are you doing all of that? It's unnecessary in my right. opinion. It's right. unnecessary. I feel like you should have some type of respect for him, his marriage and me. Mm-hmm. I dare. I ain't even, you know, I was not, pre- uh, you know. I was not right. not present. I was present, girl. You could Ooh. see me. Yeah, that's, but anyway, that's good. So after I did them, <laughs> after I did that, they were very upset, apparently. Um, but anyway, that was not a concern of mine. But they approached me after, and they said, "Oh, I didn't have to do all that. I didn't have to. You didn't have to be dancing on my husband. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like that, that's all it was." Yeah, that's, um, that's, but anyway, that's this person decided, like, why? Girl, you lucky God saved me, you know, because I had to run you over in my Jeep. But that's how, not how Christ-like people think. That's when you get those fruit of the spirits. That's when you get the patience. Right. That's when you get, like, I'm not even going to run on with you. I'm not even going to curse you out. I'm not even going to dog you. Because if I say some things to you, I will hurt your feelings, girl. God working on me and he working on my tongue. So don't let the devil use me, please. You know, and I ain't trying to do that today. But right. that that's the gifts and the fruits that we get when we decide to follow Christ that's the gift that we get when we lay down our lives and we try to put our flesh down and pick up what it is that God has for us but girl you wouldn't believe this girl come messaging him the other day so I had to get her to get after that I just pray for her in a very nice way (laughs) you know I I ask her that God show her love and all that good stuff you know open up her eyes and heal her seem like she had some trauma and some hurt that she had to be doing all of that so I asked God to do what he needed to do in her life and that was that because Mm -hmm. the old me but a final, you know, we would add some right. words and maybe some fists or whatever. But the new me in Christ was like, right. yeah, girl, mm-hmm. let, let me pray for you. Right. Because I can see the I... hurts. The hurts yeah. that leading you to make these type of decisions. That's right. Something Ooh. wrong. So mm-hmm. I pray for your healing completely mm-hmm. in your mind, your body yeah. and your soul. I pray that you find God. Like, that's what mm-hmm. I told her. Mm-hmm. That's what we have to do. And that's what we get from in the world. So, Flash, we have to be in the world but not of the world we have to be like right. christ because mm-hmm. we know that what he did and people always like to draw the fact that jesus used you know used to hang with sinners mm-hmm. but at the same time he never let their sin get into him right so that's something that we have to do even though I, nobody's saying go cut up your friends and stop talking about stop talking to all these people but i've seen that as you grow the desires of the world they don't entice you no more. The, the yeah. things that the world does, you're just not interested interested in that no more. So sometimes friends do get left behind. And yeah. it's not intentionally. It's mm-hmm. just the fact that I can't do that anymore. Yeah. It it does not make me feel good. It, it kind of annoys me, honestly. Right. And every time you curse, I cringe a little bit inside. So I can't mm-hmm. stay with you like that no more. Mm-hmm. I'm not judging you. It's just that in right. my spirit, I, I don't feel well when you do those things and you're not respecting me enough to try not to do those things so we have to see each other less because I can't take all of that one time you know have you ever had that in your um space where you had to let go of a not say let go but you had to step back from situation or step back from a friend 
Yeah, I think, especially when I started to take my walk a little little bit more seriously, like I say, it's a journey. So you could be a believer, but things happen. And that's why I love relationship with God. He's going to do it like in his time and his way, because he knows us individually. So for me, that has been um, a time where I had to let go of a few friends or like a group of friends, because I realized that the environment was no longer... um, benefiting exactly where it was I was trying to go with my relationship with the Lord so it happens but yeah so um yeah I do believe that there are times in a believer's life where your circle may change I I think sometimes you try to fight it a lot too but when you're trying to go in a different direction and like you said it's really not just to say we cut you off it's not that it's it's I call it the progress of life, really. Like it's different seasons. Like either like all of your friendships are not gonna last with you the whole time. It's just, you know, like as you grow and evolve as a person, like the people who are meant to um stay with you or to grow and you'd realize that they are also growing and evolving. And that's not just to say for me, but if I have another friend that I'm so not true. growing and evolving at their pace sometimes. True. Sometimes they, you know, they may have to leave me behind. Like that's right. Sometimes I just think it's a progression of life, really. Right, that's so true, and we we can't get mad about that. We can't get mad about that. I think we should all be, you know, loving the fact that hey, you doing that. Mm -hmm. I'm happy for you. Real, real Christ-like people will be, and they'll genuinely be happy. Like I noticed, like sometimes people would want me to compromise my my thoughts or how I feel about situations you can't ask me for my advice and then when I give you it you you get kind of shaky you mad Mm -hmm. now but you ask for it so I've come to a point in you know certain friendships or relationships with family where I just sit there and I'm like uh mm -hmm. wow yeah Because what else am I supposed to do? Right. Because you don't want my helpful <laughs> advice. Like, I can't. <laughs> right. What, can. what do you want me to do? There is nothing that I can say to you. You are still making the decisions and the choices that you are going to make. You are getting angry at me for giving you sound biblical advice. What am I supposed to do? Child, I ain't gonna. Like, I love you. Mm-hmm. I literally love you. But if you won't go kill yourself. Yeah. I can pray for you and pray you don't dare if you jump off the cliff. Like, I know what I'm supposed to do after that. Yeah. What is one to do? And and it's so hard. How how are you supposed to live in your purpose when you're constantly living in, in the past? You're constantly living in the hurt. You're constantly living in drama. Right. What, what are you supposed to get out of that? The only mm-hmm. fruit you can get is drama mm-hmm. if you're living in drama. Right. yeah so is is there anything you'd like to add before we wrap up and close uh no i would just say to the listeners just to be encouraged in this fate walk the journey it is a journey so it's not like a sprint not gonna reach the finish line um it's not a race so don't watch other people Right. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, keep your keep your um yeah, don't look to the left or the right, but keep your keep right on that narrow path that leads to Christ. Um and I think once you do that, like everything, everything lines up. Keep drawing there to him, he'll draw there to you, um, and everything lines up. Awesome. I think that used to be my problem too. I just said, man, we can we can get to the end, but I just said, man, I used to like look at some people and be like, hmm, why did person have this and I don't have that? Mind you, I have like compared to probably other people so much more than that person. And that's how we trip up ourselves, wondering right. and, and comparing. Like, I had to ask God to remove that spirit of comparison off me. And that's one thing we have to do to be able to identify these things that are not of God right. and ask him to remove it. Like, being too good mm-hmm. for it. I literally had to be like, God, I don't like that I'm doing this because this person, I'm not to say that they don't have nothing, but this person, you know, by standards that I you know what i have compared to what they have i'm probably more successful than them but why don't i have that like no move that spirit of me i don't want what they have because what for me you gave to me um what else coming coming but i just need to be patient and walk in my own walk and don't worry about other people everybody running their own race and they get the tools needed to be able to successfully complete their race Mm-hmm. You might need a house to complete your race. You might need a car to complete your race. Maybe God needs you on the bus so you could, you know, speak to people that you see. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing too. I just wanted to throw that in there when you said, you know, don't be watching other people. Because listen, right. <laughs> has a whole spirit I had to pray off for me. Listen, at least you could have recognized it. And actually, I, I think that in itself is the honesty that some people miss and when you miss that honesty you can't go right back to your favorite person like david the reason why he was a man after god's heart is because he was so honest open and repentant like he didn't hide stuff and that's to me relationship your relationship with christ should be bringing all of that to bring him all of that so i like that i like that right but just for a quick comparison guys um I, I tell you all this, my sister, right? So she's an accountant. I'm an accountant, right? right. <laughs> I'm an Anderson. <laughs> she about to be an Anderson. <laughs> so we got a lot going on. We got a, a lot, lot going on. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> but I thank you. I thank you for taking time to wake up so early this morning to come and sit with me, to come, let me pick your brain to help the listeners and followers of this podcast and those to come to help birth live and not abort their purpose i thank god for you and i pray that this entire experience brings revelation and clarity to something or somebody that may have been going through a tough time or may have been going through a maze and trying to find what their purpose is you know so thank you guys i love you guys shanice i love you from the tippy top bottom of my heart (laughs) Love I really you too. appreciate Absolutely. it. Mm-hmm. Of course, of course, you as welcome. I I love having you. I can't wait to do this again. Again, yeah. This is fun. All right. This is fun. It was so. Until next time, guys. We love you. Have a great day, night, whatever it is, whenever you list